Hey, it's Lisa Ann here. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the More Than Social podcast. I'm a digital marketing expert, self-development junkie, and your go-to for all things marketing, ads, and automation. I'm so excited that you popped by to hang out with me today, so let's dive right into the topic. In this episode, I'm going to show you how to fix a lead magnet that's not converting. Hey there, my friend. My name is Lisa Ann, and I am the voice behind the More Than Social podcast. In this episode, I'm going to show you how to fix a lead magnet that's not converting. I know how frustrating it can be when you put so much time and effort into creating a lead magnet, but it just doesn't seem to be converting the way you want it to be. Well, don't worry. In this episode, I'm going to share with you some simple tweaks that you can make to your lead magnet that will get those leads starting to roll in. The very first thing that we need to determine is what is and what is not working. That's what I love about the online world. The stats are literally right in front of us telling us what to tweak. So to do this, we need to start from the very, very beginning. We need to determine how much you are promoting your lead magnet. So let me ask you, are you running paid advertising to it or are you organically promoting it? How much have you actually promoted it? Is it enough to determine if this is really working or not? If you have been promoting it, fantastic. But what are people's questions about it? Are they clicking the link to get access to it, but maybe just not downloading it? Or are people simply just ignoring you that they haven't even asked to get access to it? Or are you having no issues having people downloading the lead minute, but they're not engaging with you after that? Maybe it's that they are downloading it, but they aren't taking that next step within your business. When we determine where people are falling off or where you're actually having those issues with the lead magnets, that will share with us where we actually need to make some tweaks, where we need to make those adjustments. But if it comes down to you simply are just not promoting it enough, then that's where we need to start so that we actually have enough data to make these decisions accurately. So I would suggest at least having 100 people interact with your lead magnet before you make major changes or decisions. So this could be 100 people clicking over to the page but not downloading it, or 100 people downloading the lead magnet but they're not actually going through your system. When we have that, that's when we actually look at the back end stats. And once we know where people are falling off, then the next step really is just adjusting the issues that are causing people not to convert. Again, this comes down to actually understanding where the issues lie and then making some small tweaks to get it converting better and better over time. So there are five things that I typically would tweak to test and see if that helps with conversion. The first one is actually checking the offer. So more times than not, if people aren't interested or showing any interest in a free lead magnet, it's because the offer is not relating to them and where they're currently at. Now, an effective lead magnet, it needs to help your audience solve a specific problem and help them achieve a win. But it also needs to be something valuable enough that they simply just can't download or find on Google. So this really comes down to understanding, again, who your dream client is, where do they need help, and how can you fit in to actually help them. Another aspect is you don't want to be giving away too much value in the lead magnet that they don't actually need you on the back end. So that's another thing that I want you to pay attention to. So let's say that people are downloading your lead magnet but not taking the next step within your business. we got to ask, why is that? Are you giving away too much so that they don't actually need what you're offering? 
if you are sure that what you are offering is something that will solve their pain points and that your audience is looking for specifically, then you should have no issues grabbing people's attention and getting them to download that lead magnet. If you are still having issues though, and you know for sure that it is something that your audience wants, then ask yourself if it is valuable enough for them. Now, people are iffy with giving their contact information in a way to people. So that lead magnet needs to be valuable enough that it's worth them providing you with their contact information. However, again, there's this fine line between giving away everything and giving away just enough. Now, let's say that you're grabbing people's attention, no problem. People are saying they want access to the lead magnet. So what you do, you send them the link to actually download it. You see that they're clicking on the link, they're landing on the opt-in page, but for some reason, they're just not submitting their contact information. So there are a few things that we would need to check here if this is what's happening. The first one is the technical sides of things. Have you connected and integrated your email autoresponder to your opt-in page so that it will automatically collect the people's contact information and submit it into your email autoresponder? There's been a few times where I've noticed that people have the button on their page, but it's not actually set up to submit their contact information. Now that is a one-off situation and something you should always test before you launch. However, it's definitely something to check for. If everything is set up technically correctly, the next aspect is going to be looking at your headline and what your opt-in page is all about. I know it sounds crazy, but the design and the layout of your opt-in page really affects your conversion percentages. You could use one color button, let's say purple, and it just won't work at all. You could change that button color to green and it could drastically change how your page is converting. Or another aspect, let's say that you have a black background and you test it comparing it to a white background. You'll find one converts better than the other with your audience. In short, the more simple you have it, the better. Now I do have another episode that I'll link for you below that talks all about your opt-in page design to get it converting. I want you to check that out because that could be a huge impact why people are not providing you with their contact information if this is where you're kind of seeing people fall off. However, from a headline standpoint, you should be constantly testing different headlines to see what headline converts best and gets people to provide you with their contact information. So the headline specifically, it should be straight and to the point and tell them exactly what they're getting. Nothing fancy, nothing confusing, no funny puns, just literally just get straight to the point. Now, what I see happen sometimes is people will be promoting their lead magnet, let's say on social media, saying one thing, but then as soon as people get to their opt-in page, it says a totally different message. You want to make sure that how you're promoting on the front end is exactly how you're promoting it on your opt-in page, or you will confuse people and they're not going to fill in their contact information. It's really as simple as that. And the last aspect that we could pay attention to is your copywriting. This could be copywriting on the front end in terms of how you're promoting it on social media, let's say through paid ads, or the copywriting that you have on your opt-in page, or even the copy that you have in your emails after they have downloaded the lead magnet. Again, this all depends on where they're falling off and where it's not actually converting for you. However, your copy is the conversation that you are having with them to get them to build a relationship with you and take the next step within your business. That's what I would start with first to determine what tweaks you can make if you don't have a lead magnet that is actually converting. Now, if you make those tweaks and if things don't make a huge difference, the next step would be design a new lead magnet and just start from scratch. 
Remember, when you are choosing a lead magnet, you want to make sure that it's solving someone's problem and helping them with that small win. I want you to check out the episode where I talked about the 10 different lead magnets, or even better, what I'll do, I'll link that right below. I also have a guide where I broke down all steps for you, so I'll also add that. However, another easy, easy way to determine what lead magnet to use is to ask your audience, ask the people that you're already working with, ask the people on social media, ask the prospects that you are talking to. And then what, ask them what they're looking for and how you can actually help them. That right there will tell you what people need and where you actually will fit in for them. Or another way is to determine really looking at what you're doing in your current business that is helping your clients. Are you giving your clients a cheat sheet, a template, a guide of some sort to help them achieve results in their business while working with you? Those all could be really, really good lead magnets and attract your dream clients. But at the end of the day, it really comes down to paying attention to what people are complaining about and looking for. When you can solve that issue for them, they will start to look at you as that expert and you'll start to generate high quality leads for your business and start growing that email list. Once you have that new lead magnet in place, make sure you promote it to your audience literally as often as possible. If you aren't at the stage where you want to run paid advertising, that is totally okay. I love it, but if you're not there, it's okay. Make sure to organically promote your lead magnet, meaning mention it on social media as often as possible. Create a highlight on your Instagram. Use the link in your bio on Instagram with your lead magnet. Promote it on LinkedIn. Add it to your YouTube videos, your blogs. Talk about it to your prospects. The only way you are ever going to know if it's going to convert for you or not is to continuously promote it and get it in front of as many people as possible. Now, once you have it in front of a minimum of 100 people, that's when you can analyze those results and see how well it actually performed. And then from there, start making those small tweaks of how you can get it converting better and better. When you have a lead made an entire system built around it, you'll always be tweaking to get it better and better as you go. Now, I also want to mention, you're never gonna get it converting at 100%. There are specific stats that you should try to achieve, but the first step is always just trying to beat your last results. And remember, another thing, you don't need to have a million lead magnets out there. All you need is a handful of great quality ones that are generating leads of your dream client so that you can push them through your full digital marketing strategy. But in the beginning, I suggest just sticking to one until you actually know it converts best. And then you can create something new that brings them in and hitting them really at a different problem. Having a lead magnet though, honestly, it is so, so effective to grow your business in the online world. And it comes across as value-driven and relationship-based versus just focusing on selling. This alone will make you stand out and completely different than anyone else in your industry who's shouting, buy me. So I want you to give it a try. If you currently have a lead magnet that's not converting, remember, just make those tweaks and you'll get better and better. If you have any questions though, feel free to reach out to me on social media at Lisa Ann Coaching. Feel free to even send me your lead magnet. Thanks so much though for hanging out with me today. I will see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on this episode. I am so grateful that you show up each and every week. 
I hope these tips and tricks have brought you some new ideas and new inspiration for your business. If you love this conversation, let me hear it. Leave us a rating and review on the More Than Social podcast and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Share it with someone who you know needs this message and together, let's make an impact and let's make a business that we love. I'll see you next week.